Hi, this is Dr. Rick Goodman. Many times I'm asked by future leaders, how do I become an effective team leader? Where do I start? Well, we're going to talk about that today on the Solutions Oriented Leader Podcast. Welcome to the Solutions Oriented Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Rick Goodman, international leadership expert and author of the book, The Solutions Oriented Leader, your comprehensive guide to achieve world-class results. Each week, we'll be bringing you inspiring leaders and messages to help you develop your solutions-oriented mindset for success. So if you're ready to become part of the solutions revolution, let's get started right now. At a recent conference, I was asked by a number of new leaders and veteran leaders what they could do to become more effective team leaders. Some of these people had been trying to master the art of leadership for a number of years, and other people just didn't know where to begin. So today, I'm going to give you seven quick steps that you can use in order to become a more effective and productive leader right away. And the first is, you've got to know your team leadership style. Are you more of an introvert or an extrovert? Are you someone who likes to delegate and feels comfortable delegating to others? Or are you the type of leader who likes to micromanage the process? It's important to know and really do a quick self-assessment on yourself. And if you're not quite sure, one of the best ways to do it is ask others who you've worked with before, because they're usually be able to ones to tell you the best about how your leadership style is if you become a little bit less than self-aware about the situation. The second is effective team leaders make time to lead. That means you've got to put some time into the program. You've got to put some time into your schedule to figure out what you're going to do in order to engage more effectively with your team. So plan a walkabout. What I like to do every morning is go walk around the office and go speak to each and every person on the team. Find out a little bit about that individual. See what's going on. And I always ask them if they need any help. Now, most of the time, they say they're just fine. The purpose is not to ask them, really, if they need help. I just want them to know that someone's there to back them up. Now, when you're consistent in doing that, they don't think anything's up. But if you just go over once in a blue moon and say, do you need any help? They're going to think, uh-oh, what's going on? They must want something. They never speak to me. The other thing that I like to do is the morning huddle. And I've spoken about this a number of times. And the morning huddle is not a meeting. It usually happens on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for about 15 minutes when I get together with the team and discuss what I'll be working on for the week. And I also want to find out what are they going to be working on so I can make better decisions. And also, if they need any help with something, they can ask me right there. And we could do a checkup on Wednesday and a follow-up on Friday, preparing for the following week. So I find that's very effective. But you got to put that time into your schedule. Number three, know your people. Like I said, doing the walkabout is one thing. But you've got to be engaged with your team. You want to be intentional about knowing what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are. Sometimes we could also do different types of assessments on our team to figure out what those are. Sometimes we have people in a position that they're not quite working effectively, and we move them over into a different position that works with their highest and best use, something that matches their skill set, and all of a sudden they start to flourish. But you're never going to know that if you don't get to really know your people. Number four, good team leaders know how to communicate. That's right. They're communicating on a regular basis, and they're not just communicating in emails because emails aren't always effective. We've even been using video emails because 
When we speak, people get the intonation. They get what we're speaking about. They have that feeling when sometimes it gets lost in translation when you're sending an email. But they want to make sure that they're communicating on a regular basis. And again, one of the best ways that you can do this is by having the morning huddles, making sure that you have set times to check in with people and making sure to set clear expectations about the team's mission and purpose, making sure that they understand the goals and that everybody who leaves a meeting understands what their roles and responsibilities are. Number five, leaders set examples. Even in the moments when you are not actively communicating, you are being watched. Like it or not, your team members look to you as an example and they will be quick to emulate your behavior. If you're showing up late, they're gonna show up late. If you're not on time, they're not gonna be on time either. So you've gotta make sure to set that example. I always say that if you're not early, you're late. So get in there early, outwork your team, and they'll outwork you also. You've got to make sure that you have a good read on the company culture. Is there a sense of balance for your employees? Because sometimes they may be clocking out early. Are they just doing time? So you want to make sure that they're holding up the same values as you. And that doesn't mean that they're working all hours of the night either, because it's about balance. Number six, effective team leaders delegate. That's right. They learn how to delegate. They learn that, guess what? You can't all do it yourselves, and sometimes there's other people that could do the job better than you. So make sure that you trust the people around you to step up and do great work. When your team does well, you as that leader looks the best. And if you don't trust your team members to do good work, or if you're anxious about delegating to them, it's going to be a problem, and it's also going to be a hiring problem. Simply put, if you can't trust the people you've enlisted, then it's hard to justify why they're on your team at all. So make sure to learn how to delegate and give up some of the things so that other people can shine. Number seven, effective team leaders make decisions. That's right. You've got a 50-50 shot. And if you make the wrong decision, well, then you got something to do something else. But if you make the right decision, you've gone to the next level. You want to make sure to make clear decisions, like Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind. Know what you want your outcome to be. But you can't agonize over every last decision that needs to be made to the point where you're simply wasting time. Sometimes you're going to get it right, and sometimes you won't. You should celebrate the times you get it right. But just remember, the people that are in the Baseball Hall of Fame struck out 70% of the time. If you're a 300 lifetime hitter, you're probably in the Baseball Hall of Fame. But if you don't get up to bat, You've got no shot at getting a hit. Remember, a streak always starts with one. So make those decisions. So just to recap, seven keys to jumpstarting, to become an effective team leader right away, where you can begin is number one, know your team leadership style. Do that self-assessment. Know yourself. Become self-aware. Number two, effective team leaders take time to lead. Number three, know your people. Number four, good team leaders communicate effectively. Number five, leaders set examples. Number six, effective team leaders know how to delegate. And number seven, effective team leaders make rapid decisions. So if you like what you're hearing now, or you want to 
figure out how to become a better team leader in the workplace or you want to learn more, we'd love to help coach you through. So just connect with us at www.rickgoodman.com. And remember, you can now get flash briefings on your Alexa at home or on the Alexa app. All you have to do is enable the solutions-oriented leader and click on the link. And remember, if you want those solutions, you want that comprehensive guide, all you've got to do is go on Amazon, go to Barnes & Noble, and go get the solutions-oriented leader, your comprehensive guide to achieve world-class results. It's going to give you information on how you can effectively grow your business, how you can create a culture that lasts, and how you can create a life that is productive and happy with an amazing work environment. So this is Dr. Rick Goodman saying, go out there and make it happen, and we look forward to seeing you the next time on the Solutions-Oriented Leader Podcast. To learn more about solutions-oriented leadership, please visit our website at rickgoodman.com or feel free to email me at info at rickgoodman.com and please subscribe to the Solutions-Oriented Leader on iTunes or your favorite podcast app to get your weekly episodes automatically.